and welcome back to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Lisa Bell, along with our producer, Thomas Mates. A passion for home baking has transformed into a burgeoning business for our guests today. When the pandemic hit, forcing a large chunk of the economy to shut down, she got to work promoting her cookies on social media. The Instagrammable confections got people's attention, and now they are running their operation out of Orlando's Hip Mills District. We are so happy to be joined today by Ashley DeCunto from Fat Ash Bakes. Thank you so much for joining us today. I am sitting in here literally drooling because you sent some of your cookies over to us and they smell amazing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh. I'm going to just do a quick little thing here because they look yes. so good. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Making everyone jealous. Um, this is amazing because so many people we talked to, uh, you know, were in business before the pandemic and then had to pivot, but your business actually came out of the pandemic. Tell us how you got started. Um, so, you know, just, I always like cooking and, and baking for fun, but it's just my husband and I, so it's kind of like how much junk food can two people really eat, you know? Um, so a lot of it was like bringing it to work sharing it with our friends. We had just moved here, you know, we really didn't know a lot of people. So um, it was nice to share and you know make friends that way. Um, but then I was working at Lululemon in Winter Park and the store closed for COVID and it gave me time to, uh, you know, like actually make a website and, and focus on what this hobby of baking was just to make some extra money. And then it just really took off. Everyone was on their phone. Everyone was, you know, quarantined, spending time on social media, on Instagram, scrolling. And so um, it really just worked out for us in that sense. So it was kind of like, you know, blessing it but also, and a curse at the same time because of, you know, the unfortunate circumstances, but I mean, hey, I'm here for this ride, so I'm happy about it. And what a ride it has been. You now have about 17,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, in the past two years, since you've really been doing this as a business, how many cookies have you made and sold? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Is you know how many cookies we've made? A lot, I can't even keep track anymore. <laughs> we have 200 flavors. Um, and we have, we do big events, we do little events. I mean, lots of testing. It has to be up there probably. I don't know. What do you think? More than 30,000 Israel says, wow. who is the wow. other part of Fat Ash Bakes. I so, love it. Yeah. Did you guys jump right on to social media? Did you guys start doing like pop-ups or was like Instagram always the place where like you guys got started and, and really promoted? So... I had, you know, the idea of baking, you know, just again, I was just sharing it with my friends and working at Lululemon, which is an amazing company and has amazing people that work there. Um, they really like encouraged me to make this a thing and really held me accountable to like getting my business license, making sure I had everything I needed to make this a real business. And um, they uh, set up my first bake sale. They were like my first order and like really forced me to just do it. And then um, shortly after that was when the pandemic hit. There were no events at all going on, no farmers markets, anything like that. So um, people would slide into our DMs, place an order with us, and we would meet them in the Target parking lot next to our house. And then um, we were like, okay, this kind of looks a little shady. Maybe we should <laughs> have a real location instead of meeting um, in this parking lot and handing a, a brown bag over to these strangers. 
And um, so then we had a pickup location, we made it more official and, you know, and that was it. So really Instagram, we had a, one bake sale and then Instagram was where it ha all happened. One of the things that we have heard before, including from um, when we had Gideon's on our podcast, is that you almost are kind of doing crowd control because you're just so popular. And so you have an interesting business model. Basically, it's like first come, first serve Saturday mornings. Tell us how that works. Yes. Um, I mean, you know, we are a really small operation. We have a really small team. And so a lot of it is just managing how much we can produce, which is why we have had to do that. And um, I'm so lucky that that's the problem that we're having. Um, so yeah, it's, we make as much as we possibly can. And then we bake as much as we can um, at the end of the week with the dough that we had just made. We, we, you know, we change our menu every week. So we have eight flavors that are constantly rotating each week out of the 200 or so that we have. And um once they're gone, that's it. So we always tell people, you know, put your post notifications on, set your alarm, tell your <laughs> friends to remind yeah. you, and whatever you have to do, it's you just, you know, make sure you secure the goods. So you said you were a home baker before this, but like, I don't think of like your cookies when I think of home baked cookies. These are these fat, hence the name, yeah. fat, like big cookies. Like how did you even come to make those, like that style? Yeah, well, if you saw the beginning ones, they were like pancakes. So a lot, <laughs> a lot of practice. Very sad looking cookies came out of that kitchen in the beginning. <laughs> so a lot of practice, you know, a lot of taste testing. So you have 200 different flavors. How do you even come yes. up with so many flavors? Uh, you know, I love to walk around the junk food aisle. <laughs> I get a lot of inspiration from things that, you know, that I see in the store. I like to look in like the international section. I like to find combinations that are not typical for a cookie. Um, you know, even finding inspiration in other dessert flavor profiles and like, how can I make this into a cookie? So, um, you know, you might see ice cream flavors as, you know, a flavor that we create like cookies and cream or Rocky Road, um, something like that, or, you know, banana cream pie, you know, things that are desserts that we enjoy that we've now transformed into a cookie. So it's like a challenge for you every week. Yes. And it's funny because I asked my other friends that are also, you know, that create things in their small business, like especially like baked goods or drinks or things like that, like coffee drinks. You know, we do a lot of wholesaling and with small businesses around here as well. And I always ask my friends, I'm like, is, does this happen to you too? Or like, you cannot stop your mom, your brain doesn't stop thinking <laughs> of flavors. Like you see something and you're like, how can I make it into something that, you know, that's a cookie. And, yes. um, it's great, but sometimes you, I do just want to turn it off sometimes, but I can't help it. So it's just constantly going, constantly going. So what have been some of your most popular flavors? I would say cookies and cream is probably one of our top flavors. Lemon, um, we have one called Lucky Lemons. It's like a lemon cream pie. And that, you know, lemon is not a flavor that I've always loved, you know, growing up in my head. I was like, oh, like my mom and dad will eat that. And I, I would rather have something else. <laughs> but now that I'm a grown up, I really like fruity cookies. So we really yes. specialize in a lot of those as well. You know, strawberry shortcake is super popular um, as well. So, yeah. Is did Definitely you ever create one more. that, did you ever create one that, you know, your customers or your staff were like, uh, no, we shouldn't do this. Oh yeah. Definitely. 
<laughs> they don't leave the kitchen. So we do the taste testing here. Sometimes uh -huh. we realize maybe we forgot to put all the sugar in the recipe. <laughs> maybe we forgot an ingredient. And so, you know, those are just ones that stay behind. <laughs> is there a flavor you're, you're still trying to nail? Like something you have in your head, like, oh, like a, I don't know, a tiramisu one would be great, but you just haven't quite nailed it yet. Is there anything like that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. A lot of um, like some of the fruit ones are ones that I'm like always constantly trying to perfect. You know, it's like I might like how they are, but and they're ready to release and ready to go out and people will still enjoy them. But like I like have to find that last touch that just makes it perfect. So, yeah, I definitely have flavors like that, you know, and just because we've been doing this for a while doesn't mean that like, you know, we won't rewrite a recipe two years into it and say, you know what, now that we know more, let's try this now and see how it works out. And, you know, it's just always experimenting. We're always learning something. And we what have, about, you know, our head. Center. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, what about bacon? Have you incorporated bacon into a cookie yet? I haven't yet, but in the big, in the front of the, of our location um, is another business that's going to be opening up called grilled cheeses and they make insane grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. and insane candied bacon. So I'm hoping that I can mm. borrow some from them for my yes. experimenting. <laughs> yes. I feel like everything is, is just amplified with bacon and just better. I, I totally agree. And you actually have a flavor um, that I saw on your plate. It's like a, a maple praline pecan one. Yes. And so that is one, I think I saw it on your plate. Um, yes. We, that one is like probably one of my new favorites. Uh, that is one I think that we could definitely experiment with bacon. So Thomas set this up for me and he's in a different room and I think he left his plate. I did. Here. I'm kicking myself. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could either get up and come and get it or, uh, I'll just taste it myself. Uh, I'm not get up and go and get it. <laughs> I might sneak a little taste while he's gone. Yeah. I mean, you have to while mm. we're there amazing it's thank so good you. thank you thank you he's in here right now <laughs> grabbing that i'm afraid to start eating this because i don't know like i am now drooling out of my mouth right now um i did notice on instagram you have it looked like green batter getting ready mm, for patrick's yeah. day can you share yeah, so that's our with us what we can expect in the coming weeks that would be yeah, so for St. Patrick's Day, of course, you know, festive things, shamrocks, gold glitter, gold this, that, green, all the St. Patrick's Day stuff that comes with there, with that. Um, and I mean, I don't, I'm a very last minute person when it comes to making the menu. So, you know, we plan our menu every Sunday for the coming week, which is like literally the last day that we could possibly do it. Um, because that's just, I think I work really well under pressure. So I have to tell you, I don't know what's going to be on next week's menu yet. Other, well, mm -hmm. other than the St. Patrick's Day thing. <laughs> yeah. But after that, I really don't know. <laughs> Do you ever have any flavors that are kind of there every week? Like, I think we have chocolate chip cookie here. That seems like something that you yeah. might offer pretty weekly. Yeah, we offer it every week because, I mean, you really can't go wrong with chocolate chip. And right. well, a couple of reasons. One, you can't go wrong with chocolate chip. Two, I think you can always base um, how good uh, cookies are from someone off their chocolate chip, because if they mm -hmm. make a good chocolate chip, then I have faith that the rest will be good too. 
And the last reason is we do a lot of charity and community work. And so um, we donate a portion of, we donate a dollar of every chocolate chip cookie that we sell at the end of the month to a different charity. Um, We try to really do a lot of, we try to focus on local ones that are in central Florida, Orlando, or the surrounding areas. But sometimes we do, you know, bigger ones as well. Um, Just things that speak to us and that are causes that are important to us. And so that is um, why we also have the chocolate chip each week, just so we can donate as much as we can. What are some of the charities that you guys have already supported and partnered with? So locally we've done, we're actually right across the street on Mills from um, a place called the Zebra Coalition. And so we've done some donations there. They work with LGBTQ youth and um, helping with housing services, counseling services, um, you know, creating a community and a safe place for them as well. Uh, Next Step Orlando is uh, located in Altamont. They're, um, they do like spinal cord injury mm-hmm. um, and like traumatic brain injury type of, uh, they do work with patients that are you know suffering from those issues. And so they are an incredible, incredible nonprofit. If, if you have time, check them out. Um, and so they work with physical activity to you know enable them to live a normal life. And uh, so we've done those two locally is, remind me of another local one that we have done. I said Zebra Coalition. Um, oh yeah, SALT. Our last two months we did uh, SALT Outreach, which is located in Paramore. And so they, are, um, they offer eight or nine different uh, services for people that are experiencing homelessness, like you know, hot food, resume building, they have a barber on premises, clean showers, laundry, like they are just incredible. You, you can't not cry just stepping foot onto their property. But That's yeah, I mean, fantastic. they're incredible. And, yeah. Yeah. and it has to be so rewarding. I mean, to be able to do that, uh, you're following your passion, also giving back. Um, Thomas, I will admit while you were walking down the hall, I snuck a little bite. No worries. I can't blame you. On praline. <laughs> So do you want to try them now? Should we let, I, I need a bigger bite of that. Yeah. You want to do people click on praline first? Sure. Oh my gosh. Mm. So I am a warm cookie fan. Israel, Izzy, my husband, who's the other half of this is not. So it really is whatever you like to do. I enjoy warming them up. He eats them room temperature. So you can eat them either way. Mm-hmm. Wow. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, man. Is there? Now we have to talk after this. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, so it's like, kind of like cinnamon toast crunch almost on steroids. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's like breakfast in a cookie. Yes. Is this, like this with a cup of coffee oh, is exactly what perfect. I need right now. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was a new flavor. We came up with that one last week. Um, so there's always something new, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Now, um, when I actually came to pick up these cookies, we had talked a little bit about, you know, yeah. your own relationship with cookies and how you're like now starting to get like a little cookied out after 30,000. <laughs> Are yeah. you, you said ice to- cream was your like go-to now. Is that is that something that might be in the works? Are you guys maybe partnering with an ice cream company or? Well, you never know. Okay. You never know. You know ice cream sandwiches maybe. Ooh. Shakes, that would be maybe. amazing. Yeah. 
we have lots of ideas in the mm-hmm. in our head right now that mm-hmm. we're trying to get all this stuff ready um little by little so that we don't get too overwhelmed with all of our big yes. ideas at one time but i would love to incorporate ice cream into this mix somehow because ice cream has my heart and salt and vinegar chips but i'm not gonna well and especially in central florida (laughs) when you're looking for a cool snack you know a summer snack having a little ice mix in here um thomas what the next we have electric zoo Mm -hmm. which i will hold up has some ooh sprinkles on top it looks like an animal cracker or something or not is an animal cracker i have the cookies here too so i know there's a little glare because of the light but you know Ooh. before you had them they were all individually wrapped and sealed um so they last a really long time in these bags and they survive all the shipping that we do um we ship nationally but we have also shipped internationally as well so we do it all we do it are all. you last getting ahead time. of me and trying the electric zoo thomas maybe <laughs> <laughs> This looks interesting because it looks like a cookie with some type of almost icing on it and sprinkles. Yes. So this one is Mm. our animal cracker, frosted animal cracker Mm. inspired cookie. Um, So it has like a vanilla cream filling in the middle, Mm. got white chocolate, sprinkles, frosted animal crackers um, on top as well. Yum. I'm a chocoholic. This is a cookie I love, but like. I really well, love the chocolate. Mm-hmm. I live with two um, people who are eight and younger, and I feel like they would go crazy over a cookie like this yeah. with the sprinkles yes. and the ice. Yes, kids love sprinkles mm-hmm. for sure. What All right, you ready for the Mac Daddy, the chocolate oh. chip? Yeah, let's do it. Now, what I like, what I like that I'm seeing here is it almost looks like there's. Like it's really moist. Like it almost looks like yeah, I'm just eating the dough. Yes. Mm. I like soft cookies. Mm, I mean, too. I definitely enjoy crunchy ones, but we have mm-hmm. all of ours are pretty soft. This is amazing. Mm. Thank you. Thank How do you so choose much. your chocolate chips? How do we what? Choose your chocolate chips. Like what chips we add in? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I like a mix of dark and semi-sweet. So I like the, the balance of the two of them. Um, but yeah, testing different brands, definitely tried all different brands. And so mm-hmm. we've settled on the ones that we like best. Um, but yeah. Even these ones filled with like cream and icing, none of them feel like too much. Like none of them are overpowering. They all feel very like nicely balanced in the sweetness. Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I also, I think that if you were to like taste the dough on its own with no mix-ins, it almost has a saltiness to it. And I think that that it's because, you know, I do, I, I just don't want them to be overly sweet. I know if I'm eating something that's too sweet, it's like, yeah, it might be good for a couple bites, but then I'm like, I can't, you know, I can't eat anymore. Yeah. Um, so just mm-hmm. trying to be conscious of all these, you know, we mix so much stuff into these cookies, things like, you know, we'll bake a cake and put it in the dough. And that's like crazy. And I know that. So just don't want to overpower people. Yeah. <laughs> and I know you're. I have to say, I went back and had another bite of the maple pecan praline. I really find that one irresistible. I agree with you. And I appreciate that. So thank yeah. you. Yes, I love that. Um, so like, do you have to have a giant glass of milk when you eat your cookies? Like what's your, <laughs> what's your little secret? 
I love almond milk. I think it's so oh. refreshing. I definitely mm-hmm. have a cup of cold almond milk with my protein. Nice. I'm not opposed to regular milk, but that's just all I have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know um, you're, you're also, you, sorry. Go ahead. You're, you're also active in the in the fitness community around here. Actually, our, our one executive producer, Tara Evans, who's a power lifter herself. She when I told her you were coming on, she's like, oh my God, I love her. <laughs> yeah. So so like, well, I love her. Yeah, I imagine these are like a huge hit in the fitness community, like for that cheat day. Yes. You know, people that work out love to eat. And so why not give them the food they want, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely it's 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 pretty funny um, setting up. We do a lot of um, setups at gyms or fitness events, and um, it's just it's, you know, it's been our best market. And so I just, you know, want to foster that. And, you know, we definitely do things outside of that as well. But like I said, people that work out really love to earn that cheat meal and that, you know, mm-hmm. sweet treat or whatever it might be. And so um, we've been really successful in that area. So when you started this two years ago and you were, you, you and your husband both had other jobs, are you now both doing this hundred percent full-time? Yes. And yes. You- I'm so, so thankful. Yeah, that's great. I mean, not everyone would want to work with their spouse a hundred percent of their time, but that's great that, you know, it's worked out that way. Um, and then you have, um, you mentioned a few other employees there. Has it been tough finding employees and, and getting the help that you need to keep up with the growing demand? Um, I definitely think there's definitely times when we're like, you know, it it is hard to find people, but I think at this point, well, there were times that it was hard, but now we're at a point where we just have such an incredible team that they just own everything they do. You know, we have our head baker, Lisa, who like is an all-star here. We could not do this without her. You know, we have people for all different jobs. So, you know, it's a, it's a pretty long process, the whole thing between Mm -hmm. making the dough, rolling it, decorating it, packing it, sealing the bags. I mean, there's so many steps and we have the most incredible crew along the whole way. So we're so grateful because we really and couldn't I, do all of this. I think what's them. so inspiring for so many people who hear your story, it's it's not like you guys went to some, um, you know, culinary school and had years upon years of training to do this. You, you right. were just great bakers and loved to do it. And, you know, it just took off. Yeah, I agree. You know, I always, you know, I'll be driving to work in my head and I'm, you know, I'm driving down Colonial and I'm like, I'm going to work to bake cookies for six hours today. And, you know, I was a former teacher and I love teaching. I taught phys ed for seven years and then we moved to Florida and um, that, I mean, it was completely different and I loved it for different reasons, but I am just so happy doing this and being able to create joy for so many people because I mean, it's a cookie. How could it not make you happy? You know? (laughs) Right. So um, where can people find you? We've talked about Instagram. What, give us your, all of your information. All right. So we got a couple different places where you can find us. Um, first and foremost, you can come to our walk-up hours, which are every Friday from 2 to 7 p.m. at our bakery. And that's um, on North Mills Ave. It's 912 North Mills Ave. We are located in the back of the building. So kind of like you could pull up into our discrete location. Tom can tell you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Kind of, it's just kind of in the middle of this service road in an alleyway. There isn't a lot of signage, which is intentional. Um, 
And so it's kind of like you feel like, yes, I found it, you know, like I'm here because people definitely have a hard time finding it. But aside from that, you can order online, you pick it up at the bakery um, or we could ship it to you if you don't live locally. Or if you are local, we are at some incredible places. So we have grilled cheeses, um, which will be in the front of the building. This is their third location. So they carry them at their other two. We have uh, Vesper Coffee Bar which is in Waterford Lakes. We have Create Coffee right here in uh, the Mills 50 district. And then we have Propagate Social House, which is an awesome place as well. And that's in Apopka. Nice, nice. Now, yeah. real quickly, tell us the inspiration behind your name, like Fat Ash Bakes. <laughs> I gotta tell you straight up, my friend Maddie made it for me. And Maddie is my friend from Lululemon who set up my first bake sale. She made me my first fat ass shirt. She named the business. I mean, this girl is incredible. Just because yeah. she's a good person. Yeah. She was and like, you know, we were folding clothes one day at the store in, in Lululemon. She was like, I know you like to bake. You should really just make a company called Fat Ash Bakes. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. I'm not even gonna change it. Like, it's perfect. And just for people who are listening, it's, it's all her. It's at P-H-A-T, Ash, like your name, A-S-H, yes. Bakes. Clever. Yes. <laughs> yes. Actually, my wife was the first person who hit me to your business because she just came across it on Instagram. She's like, I need this cookie in my life. And mm -hmm. she, oh, she kept on insisting on calling it Fatash because she was no! being... <laughs> <laughs> we always say that as a joke because people do spell it or say it that way. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Whether you say it right or wrong, I mean, <laughs> we're one of the time. So that's it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We are so happy for you guys. And uh, this is a cookie that everyone needs in their life. They are delicious. And we wish you Thank the best. And maybe we'll see you uh, as part of an ice cream sandwich or who knows in the future. Yes, yes. Thank you so <laughs> much for taking the time to talk to me and having me on the show. Absolutely. Thank you, Ashley. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Ashley DeCunto. You can find out more about her business online at fatashbakes.com. That's P-H-A-T. A-S-H-Bakes.com. You can also find it by searching Fat Ash Bakes on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to follow Lisa Bell online. Search Lisa Bell News on Facebook and Instagram or Lisa Bell News 6 on Twitter. Also, a big thank you to our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Haley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode of Florida Foodie. And you can find videos of all of our podcasts on clickorlando.com slash Florida Foodie. And be sure to sign up for the Florida Foodie newsletter while you're there.